This is a Disaster, a podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. I'm Peter, and I'm not here with my co-host Lee. I'm Lee, and I'm not here with my co-host Peter. And you're joining us for a Tragedy Tuesday brought to you by Lee. You heard from him last week, and you're going to hear from him again right now. Double dose! Right before we get into that, if you're new here, welcome. Hi. We suggest starting at the beginning if you'd like to get caught up, because that's a good place to start with anything. If you're going to binge a show, don't start midway. <laughs> don't start like season two of Twin Peaks. I've never seen Twin Peaks. I shouldn't, I shouldn't <laughs> take talk it from about me. Don't it. do that. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Yeah, that's rookie <laughs> binging right there. <laughs> but we suggest starting at the beginning because we'll we'll do callbacks, not like inside jokes, but we'll talk about previous episodes. And if you want to be fully in the know, I suggest you uh, you binge it like a box set. So, so, so do yeah. that. It's like a Black Mirror. Like you don't you can watch any episode out of sequence, yeah. but sometimes they reference other things. Do you Ex- want to exactly. miss those references? Be a big stupid stinky loser. E- <laughs> <laughs> We've got like the this is a disaster expanded universe. Yes, the. Uh, T-I-A-D-E-U, we like to call it. Mm, we do like to call that for the first time ever <laughs> right now. It's it, it's all in that universe. You can watch individual movies. You can watch Iron Man 2 and be like, hey, that was a fun individual movie. Yeah. But it also fits into the big picture. That's so, right. There's always going to be those Thanos cameos mm-hmm. moments. <laughs> Spoiler, the, the villain in the T-I-A-D-E-U is the universe, and its superpower is not caring. Exactly. (laughs) And it wins every time. If you get through all that and you like what you heard, the best way to help us out is to tell (laughs) a friend to listen. still here, hi. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like to subscribe and leave a rating or review wherever you listen, those are also super helpful. You can check out what we're doing on social media at This Disaster Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can check out our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com. And you can also become a patron on our Patreon dot com slash this disaster pod where you get tons of bonus content uh, micro disasters every two weeks discount codes on merch like the shirts that are up for pre-order right now if you go to shop.thisdisasterpod.com you can pre-order a shirt it says back order but just put in your stuff back order it and then we make them to order at the end of june lee what are we talking about today okay well today uh kind of taking a bit of a left turn from our usual content if you will okay uh, hold on i'm gonna turn left turn left and you're ready. Okay. All right. Carry on. All right. <laughs> Appreciate that. This no. is not the retelling of a historic tragedy, nor does it have anything to do with a disgraced folk singer, failed cult leader. Hmm. There's no natural catastrophes here. Today's mm-hmm. Tragedy Tuesday is a page from my own personal story. Wow. Yeah. This All is right. the retelling of my experience with jury duty are you excited <laughs> <laughs> wow and yes there is a minor mini disaster contained within the story uh, okay fair enough of my time as juror number 12 in october of okay. 2014 fair enough and i asked peter if this is a good idea since obviously it's not a usual fair for the show mm-hmm. he gave me the green light so if you hate it we're both to blame, but mostly Peter. He's he's in charge of keeping me in line. So. You're, you're the one telling us. You know what the show is. You know I'm just going to let it happen. I trust yep. you. Yep. Yep. And I, and I feel like at this point, 47 and a half episodes in, which is actually more like we're almost at 100, by the way. If you count everything. Yep. If you count everything, we're almost at 100 episodes. But yep. like almost 100 episodes in, I would hope that our fans also trust us. So I think, uh, yeah, if you're here, you're here. Having said that, make it good or else. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I start with an apology. 
know. At uh, some point in mid-2014, I received a letter mm-hmm. in the mail informing me that I was to report to the Ottawa courthouse on whatever date for jury mm-hmm. selection. And... Mm-hmm. Like a good citizen, I did not toss it in the trash. I filled out my information <laughs> saying that I would be there. Okay. Because I'm a good boy. Good citizen. Good citizen, right. Solid citizen, I, I think. I think. So, comes the day, selection for jury. Uh, this part of the process, you and about a hundred other contestants, we'll say, mm-hmm. uh, show up <laughs> to the courthouse... Uh-huh. the price is right yeah. and uh you're divided into groups and you wait and you wait and you wait and you wait for your turn so mm-hmm. i sat in some hallway somewhere crushing candies obviously for yeah literally three or four hours before they announced <laughs> lunch come back in an hour so came back and the judge announced to the rest of us that they had already mm-hmm. selected 11 of the 12 jurors so most of us probably wouldn't even get to the selection process so I was kind of like, sweet. oh, sweet. Yeah, I probably won't even be in this thing. Um, <laughs> you never win anything. Exactly. <laughs> like, neither do I. Yeah. Like, we never win anything. So, never obviously. Why, why start now? At this point, the odds are like one in 90. Those are pretty <laughs> shitty odds, actually. <laughs> when, when you put it that way, it's like, I, I still could be in this thing. So I was one of the, if not the first people next. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, into the courtroom I go, sitting mm-hmm. literally in the witness stand. Kind of like, oh, this is like... TV. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> have they have they just duped me into being on trial? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no powdered wigs though. That's was kind of a bummer. That's disappointing. I yeah. remember the first time I went to the courthouse. I was like, "Where the fuck are the wigs? Where are the wigs? Where's all the maluds? M- Why am I even in law school? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I came for the wigs. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there, I'm in the stand. There, you got the judge and about five lawyers staring me down. Mm-hmm. Maybe prosecution i can't remember Mm -hmm. and one of the lawyers asked me the following Mm -hmm. do you think that the fact that some of the defendants in this case are visual minorities would have any bearing on your being able to give a fair judgment in the trial or and after about a nanosecond's thought i fired back with no how dare you sir (laughs) i didn't say that but i mean the very thought right yeah, and right. mm-hmm. this part I remember clear as day. The judge turned to yeah. all of us and said, "Well, we have our twelfth juror." Ah, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> so as the trial is approaching, there is a possible personal spanner in the works already. Um, I'm told mm-hmm. the trial will last probably two to three weeks, which is looking like it could coincide with a a show or a mm-hmm. gig. As we sometimes mm-hmm. call them. I've booked with one of my bands and actually one of your bands, Peter. You remember that? Really? Well, I figured you know. I worry about it later if it came to be a problem yeah, until then, whatever. Yep. Put it out of my mind and dole out some justice. That That's the kind of thing where if you had said that while being selected, you would not have been selected. <laughs> I would have I'm felt... here to dole out justice. Out. Oh, okay. Uh, Get okay, out. goodbye. Yeah, that would have worked. <laughs> I'm not going to bore you and the listeners mm-hmm. the day by day, blow mm-hmm. by blow, the trial. I wouldn't do that, but I'll give you the broad strokes. Mm-hmm. It was a fraud case okay. involving money laundering. Okay. So basically a certain bank who mm-hmm. have a strictly online presence only, and there's no mm-hmm. bricks and mortar involved in this operation. Sure. Uh, one of their now former, I'm assuming, employees, uh, mm-hmm. who I guess would have been a bank teller over the phone, like a teleteller. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, two separate customers one of whom died before the trial began. I guess he was pretty old. Mm-hmm. Uh, accidentally divulged their PIN numbers to this same teller 
two different phone calls, oh, like two, okay. se- two completely separate sure. people, right? Yeah. So the yep. former employee uh, proceeded to, you know, take that information down, gave mm-hmm. it out to a third party. This third party would call the bank, impersonating these customers, log in with their PIN mm-hmm. and withdraw huge amounts of money. And then the right. money would be laundered. Okay. Five different defendants in this case, each with their own lawyer. Mm-hmm. And... Yep. As I recall, each juror, myself and my 11 friends this period of time, mm-hmm. were all issued a huge collection of documents, which were expected oh, yeah. to sort of follow along during the trial, make notes. And this was basically, you know, evidence, like right. bank statements and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- I'm pretty sure it even said, like, this is exhibit A, is B, yeah. you know? Was it an exhibit book? Could have been. Just, you yeah. know, I'm used to, like, exhibit A, the gun. Yeah. Exhibit B, <laughs> bloody handkerchief. <laughs> it's just all this boring paperwork. So the trial itself, I found to be quite interesting as it unfolded. Um, and what I found particularly interesting was when either the prosecution or one of the defense attorneys would object to something. Mm-hmm. Again, on TV and movies, like they tend to resolve said issue sort of then and there, like objection, right. blah, 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 sustained, yep. overruled, yep. whatever. Yep. Uh, not so in real life, at least in... <laughs> you know, Canadian yep. law, we would be like, it would be objection, jurors, get out. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. banished to our quarters, let out by the bailiff, and then they would hash it out. We're far and away from earshot. Sometimes this would take hours to get rectified, yep. in which case court was adjourned for the day, which I personally had no objections <laughs> to. <laughs> nice. See? <laughs> I know I all see what the, you did there. Yeah. A little turnabout's fair play and all exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, one objection in particular. They played a recording of one of the withdrawals made, uh, mm-hmm. which was being considered part of the fraud. At this point, we'd already heard the voice of the actual customer, the phone call where mm-hmm. he accidentally gave out his PIN number. Mm-hmm. So we know what the customer sounds like. And then we also heard audio or maybe even video of an interrogation of one of the defendants when they got arrested. So we know what different voices sound like. Right. So yeah. now we're hearing a new bit of audio of this uh, mm-hmm. transaction. And then the audio mm-hmm. stops. Prosecution starts in. Your Honor, you hear a certain voice on this recording. Objection! I was like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we hit the road and... Right, I imagine. We didn't hear the details, but it doesn't take a genius to figure out, like, you can't speculate as to whose voice belongs to which speaker. Yep. But, uh, of course, when we're in our little room, we're basically all in agreement that it sure didn't sound like the poor, now deceased man who called the first time. And it sure did sound like the guy in the interrogation (laughs) video. And But, you know, you can't use that when you're deliberating. And I'll get to that in a bit. That must be very difficult. I've always wondered about that it's so weird i mean always i'll i will talk about that but it's so weird you got the instructions from the judge right they give you these instructions and oh it's God, like if i ever tell you ever. to ignore something you have to ignore it it's like but i've heard it it's yeah. in my brain now i know that now and i can't unknow that and i think that's yeah. something i literally said during the deliberation <laughs> but um you know yeah that's how i, I imagine. express myself mm-hmm. we'll get to that so as the trial is wrapping up it's getting closer and closer to the day of the big show, me and Peter's mm-hmm. gig together. And um, the whole time, I'm just shaking my head because I know what's going to hap- end up happening. And sure enough, mm-hmm. Friday morning, it's the day of our stupid adult gig that we're going to play. Right. Totally adults. Totally not adults. Yeah, we have our priorities right in line. Trial comes to the conclusion, closing statements, yada, yada. And then the judge mm-hmm. then informs us, the jury, that 
All that was left to do was for him to read the charge or the charges, many mm-hmm. charges, mm-hmm. Uh, after which mm-hmm. point we would be officially sequestered. No contact with the outside world. Right. And that's another thing where I think some people think like once you're in a jury, like you yeah. are sort of sequestered for the trial. Oh, right. Because yeah. people were asking me like, you can come home? And like, yeah, of course. It's just <laughs> when the trial's over and then you go into the room. Like, but we'll yeah. get to that. But yeah, that's when you yeah. are cut off. But the judge also made us aware that reading the charge would be quite the ordeal in and of itself as this thing was apparently a tome something hundred pages long, three or seven, I don't remember, but it was big. You had like five different defendants. Yeah. Um, Actually, it turned out to be four because one of them emancipated themselves from the case. Okay. So uh, we never heard from her or her her attorney. So not sure how that turned out for them. But anyway, it was like... Not your problem. Yeah. (laughs) Not my problem anymore. Like four different defendants with five six charges each right and just you know the minutia of going through it so it's not yeah it's not exactly reading the works of tolstoy but it's you know <laughs> time consuming sure so i'm thinking my one saving grace would be there simply wouldn't be enough time to get to it in the day mm-hmm. so there we are we're having a uh, jurors pizza lunch pro bono nice nice mm-hmm. perks. hey there you go perks of being a juror boom a little bit of za, and I am that makes it worth it right there. Exactly. I am like frantically texting everyone involved in the show. I'm like, I probably can't make it. I was one of two guitar players, so it would be a huge problem if I wasn't there. So I remember you guys were in the chat, like, who do we know from high school who can play those songs? And oh, yeah, and, and whatever. Um, I remember that. Yeah, it was kind of funny. However, at the last possible moment, the judge decided that it was foolhardy to get into this business of reading the charge at 3 p.m. when it was easily going to take hours. Instead, we come back mm-hmm. Monday, start fresh, and do it right. None of my fellow jurors were happy about this. Really? Oh, I think everyone's pretty damn sick of being off work, not oh, getting paid. Sure. And we're all hoping to get this thing done over the weekend. The thing is, none of them had a Weezer show to play that night. Well, yeah. Who's going to play... Why am I drawing a blank on every Weezer song? <laughs> we didn't even play... The only one I can think of is Buddy Holly. And we, we didn't, didn't play, play that Buddy one. <laughs> the, the, the absolute nerve of us. Say it ain't so. Played Say Jesus It Ain't Christ. So. So no one's getting paid. Actually, scratch that. I was getting paid. <gasps> Thank you very much, my union. Nice. So I made a pretty convincing display of like slunking out with everyone else. Mm, this sucks. Oh, <laughs> guess I'll... I guess we'll see you Monday, sure. guys. Can you believe this? And then I was like, free! <laughs> like, I sent this all caps text. I'm coming to the show! Righto. So Monday morning, back to business. The judge reads the charge. It takes all morning, as promised. Mm-hmm. After lunch, mm-hmm. another one provided by the city of Ottawa. I think it was Subway or something. Mm-hmm. We get into this thing. And this was easily another one of the fascinating aspects of the trial for me. It is, mm-hmm. like you were saying, it is so much more complicated than right then who thinks they're guilty like (laughs) if you see that like everyone was like oh you should watch 12 angry men right you gotta watch that movie you're doing jury you should you should watch it i was like i should and i didn't but i did watch it (laughs) when i was doing this research like fuck, i never watched that movie so i watch it and it's literally like all right fellas let's get into this thing what do you vote guilty or innocent (laughs) like maybe that's how the americans did it back in the 50s but maybe there's like one issue and it's a murder trial (laughs) (laughs) yeah which that's what it was in the movie but this was complicated so 
mm-hmm. you basically go through each charge individually and I wish I could remember the specifics of it. Like it was, it was around the time I could have told you mm-hmm. exactly what it said, but it's just a series of questions right. for each individual charge. And so they're like, if you can all agree without any reasonable doubt that the defendant did such and such, go to the mm-hmm. next question. If you can't mm-hmm. all agree, not guilty. Mm-hmm. So you got to make your way through right. these questions. Like, did they do this? Yeah. Did they do this with the intent to whatever? And right. it gets yeah. more yeah, and yeah. more specific. Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. I guess I've never I've never seen that stage. I might encounter it now as I study for the bar. So yes, despite uh, the complexities of the process, all things considered, we are cruising along pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. We had, as I said, been very engaged in the trial. Obviously, we talked about it a lot during mm-hmm. our you mm-hmm. know, time in the room together when we would get banished for an objection or just whenever mm-hmm. we were there. It was hot topic mm-hmm. of conversation. So it was all going mm-hmm. very smoothly. We got a good chunk of it done that afternoon before we quit for the day. We had dinner at Johnny Farina on Elegant Street, which oh, is yeah, fancy. You've heard of it. Yeah. Nice Italian mm-hmm. restaurant mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. non-Ottawans. It's a nice place. Mm-hmm. And then a room at the hotel and then wake up breakfast at the hotel. These are all free meals. It's, you know, it's kind of cool. And mm. um, then back at it. So I'm thinking... We could be done by the end of the day. We're just kind of mm-hmm. moving right along. Or it's all nice. seem to be on the same page. But inevitably, we hit a roadblock. Um, there was a certain charge that we couldn't all agree on. We were 11 for guilty, one not guilty. Right. Uh, our foreman couldn't see his way to giving a vote on guilty on this one charge. So at the beginning of the trial, you were instructed by the bailiff that you have to elect a foreman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the foreman basically speaks for the group when the time comes, like when it's time to render the verdict, they speak up yeah, right. and more or less just kind of keep things running smoothly when it's yeah. all of us and sort of, you know, right. Yeah. Keep it focused, you know, kind of the leader. So when it came time to point the foreman, it was like, you need a foreman. And we were all like, oh, it's, we just kind of knew he was the obvious choice. Like he's bright guy, very engaged, but like very mm-hmm. level headed. He wasn't a know-it-all, just Mm-hmm. guy make very easy very pleasant conversation about anything you could tell he's like kind of sharp and sensible and right sure. reasonable so he's, mm-hmm. he's the obvious choice from the start so since he was stuck on this one aspect it was like okay maybe he sees something we don't this sounds right. serious but in the end he didn't really end up swaying any of us to his line of thinking so it just became this like individually debating him like very civilly but just one yeah. You know, everyone would take their turns, sort of like yeah. taking a stab at it. You know, I took a shot, you know, kind of every, almost everybody did. And this stretched on for yeah. over an hour. I was kind of like, okay, maybe we're not going to be done for the day. It's like, <laughs> I wasn't like pushing for things to be done just for the sake of it, but uh, mm-hmm. still, it was kind of like, eh, yeah, kind of sick of it. But <clears throat> finally, Colin, he sort of saw his way to a guilty vote he kind of got there himself. Like no one really turned a light bulb okay. Fair on enough. above his head. He just kind of put two things together. He's like, okay, I can go along with that. Like he was just sort of describing this person as a victim of circumstance. Like, right. yeah, but if you look at this, he did this, but he also did this. And like, I can't imagine that he is so unlucky that blah, 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 blah. So he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So he did, he opened this bank account and they did that. Okay, fine. Okay. I vote guilty now. Fair enough. Well, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, exactly. The best way to convince somebody is to just, well, like inception, plant the seed. And if they grow it themselves, that's like the best way of convincing someone. Yeah. You have to like, yeah, you kind of let them come to the, their own conclusion. 
So, yeah. yes. So he comes over to our side. So let's vote again, just for the sake of it. So let's vote. Mm-hmm. Guilty, 11. Not guilty, 1. What? Wait, you changed your vote. Well, who's... Yeah. One of my fellow jurors. We'll just call her juror number two, because that's okay. relatively where she was sitting in proximity to myself, being juror sure. number 12. Okay. She was two or three, but let's go with number two. Mm-hmm. When Colin changed his vote to guilty, she changed hers to not guilty. And that's when it dawned on me. This was the one and only time number two had voiced any kind of opinion throughout the entire deliberation, nay, throughout the entire trial. Okay. Literally slipped through the cracks. Yeah. And just running the events of the past few weeks back in my mind, I couldn't come up with one instance of her contributing any sort of opinion, making a note in her binder, like nothing. So we would ask, Number two, why do you think he's guilty on this charge? And her answer, every single time, well, there's doubt. Okay. So, Uh again, the debates. Yeah, right. Each person kind of... Now, this time, it was very half-assed. Okay. Because we kind of knew what was happening. Like, I didn't even bother. It was like, blah, blah, blah. So, so what do you think about that? Does that sort of change your opinion on mm-hmm. the matter? Well, there's doubt. Okay. Because you see, and I mentioned this earlier when I started mm-hmm. my podcast by apologizing, um, <laughs> we're polite, very non-confrontational Canadians. No one mm-hmm. had the guts to straight up ask her why she had changed her mind when we finally mm-hmm. had a unanimous vote. And right. certainly nobody had the guts to flat out ask her if she was in fact running out the clock (laughs) so she could get another free dinner and free hotel room for the night. (laughs) There is no doubt in my mind that this is what she was up to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Really? The court or whoever, you know, the court would provide us with snacks throughout this thing. Like sometimes we'd show up and there'd be like a big spread of Tim Horton's muffins sometimes it would just be oh here's some cookies we have lying around from the last five juries and it was literally like (laughs) a little snacky of the stalest oreos you've ever tasted like you open Uh one bite like okay (laughs) so we kind of like lost interest in those not her every time those stale oreos came out oh my god okay i mean (laughs) i'm not amazing i hope i'm not being i mean is that insensitive i don't know but i'm just these are the facts jack that's what Fair we're enough. here for. So after several minutes of getting nowhere with this, and it's just like tick, like five o'clock, tick, tick, mm-hmm. tick, tick. One yeah. of my fellow juries, jurors, basically in mm-hmm. the most non-confrontational way possible, kind of calls mm-hmm. her bluff and says, okay, number two, do you think maybe if you have the night to think about it, you'll be able to come back fresh tomorrow? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was like the, the uh-huh. a kid on the last day of school. Uh-huh. the look on her face right. it's like wow oh really yeah 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 yeah. Oh, didn't see that coming so, <laughs> oh my god so that's day number two done so off we go to al's steakhouse for mm-hmm. just a meal fit for royalty i was <laughs> livid just think like man she held out for the big win and did it ever pay off Oh. fucking surf and turf <laughs> she, she had the lobster and oh the Kobe. you know it yeah. spread and then another free night in you know one of ottawa's finest three-star hotels probably wow. uh 
so fast forward to the following morning, another free breakfast. Mm-hmm. By this time, almost all of us were sick of restaurant. Like it's like the fifth, right. you know, takeout meal basically in yeah, a yeah. row. Like, right. The, you know, the idea of another sugar salt bomb was like, ugh. <laughs> so yeah. most of us got just bowls of oatmeal and fruit cups mm-hmm. and just, yeah, let's just get this over mm-hmm. with. Except for number two, one lumberjack sized <laughs> breakfast, please. <laughs> oh my God. And we're just God. sitting there having eaten our meager plates, just waiting for her to finish for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was right. just twisting the knife. A bit initially, when, when, when this part of the story started, yeah. I was like, I don't know, Lee's being kind of mean to number two. But now I see that this is exactly the game she was playing. I, I, I hope that's coming because I know how I sound. I sound so petty. But if you were there, man, like it was, <laughs> it was so like we sort of talked, we were talking like, I think she's just enjoying the perks. And, and like mm-hmm. so I was talking about this mm-hmm. with strangers, like people I barely knew, but we could, yeah. all, it was, it was obvious. Okay, guys, mm-hmm. I'm not a terrible person all the time. Sometimes I'm nuts. <laughs> not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, back to court. Before we get back into us, let's take a vote mm-hmm. on that last charge we were stuck on. How do we all vote? Oh, what's that? It's unanimous. Wow. Isn't that funny? Sort us off all out. Amazing what a good night's sleep. Good night. Wow. That's what we did. We got through the rest of it in pretty short order, and all charges but one were guilty. There was one outlier. We just couldn't make it stick, so dude ended up with four charges instead of five. Okay, fair enough. So we go back into court, and Mr. Foreman, Colin, renders the verdict for all to hear. To very little reaction, I must say. Again, there was no, uh, oh, like cheers or boo or whatever. <laughs> no, one, no one hopped over the bench to attack the judge or one of us oh well that's good yeah uh yeah when all was said and done the judge came back to our room our little jury room mm-hmm. and he kind of congratulated us and thanked us for a job well done he thought we'd shown good judgment mm-hmm. and he actually let us know that a few of the defendants actually had prior fraud convictions oh, okay which is something you're obviously not yeah allowed to know before during the trial but to let right. us know afterwards i thought was kind of cool so he just was yeah. like you guys you saw it. You were right. As a last bit of housekeeping, we were asked to empty our huge binders with all our different copies of bank statements and whatnot, the, you know, right. the evidence. Uh, the stuff needed to be destroyed, but it had to be organized in a certain way. I'm assuming they could do a bit of accounting. So we've got 12 copies of this. Right. So goodbye, yeah. blah, yeah. blah. Uh, everyone yeah. pitched in except number two. I knew it. She just sat there. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah, possibly due to laziness. Although my thought was she just had no idea what any of this stuff was because it was literally her first time seeing it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> she just God. didn't know where to start. Oh boy. That gets done. I call my wife. I'm free. Please come get me. Mm-hmm. And um, as I'm leaving the courthouse, a bunch of us mm-hmm. are, we're kind of filing out together. Mm-hmm. And this is, this just gives the knife one final twist. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Uh, crown prosecutor Who's a, who's a very funny guy. He's standing there talking to whomever, his colleagues. Mm-hmm. He pauses in mid-sentence. He stops number two as she's walking mm-hmm. and he says to her, can I just say, your smile is infectious. I've been seeing it the entire time in court. Your smile is infectious. Uh, sir, 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 <laughs> if, you, if you only knew what an affront this entire process she's been, my God. So yeah, oh my god, that didn't wow go down easy. No, <laughs> so that was my experience with jury duty, which included a very, very mini microcosmic, but hopefully entertaining disaster. 
And as a mini micro epilogue to the whole thing, mm -hmm. a couple of yeah. years later, I received mm -hmm. another letter in the mail summoning me for jury duty. And uh, <laughs> I threw that one away. <laughs> and that's <laughs> the end of the story. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I, I would still recommend anyone do it if they can. <laughs> but it doesn't always go the way you think it's gonna. No, it's not always 12 angry men arguing about someone's innocence. Exactly. Sometimes you have one angry juror who just wants <laughs> one hungry food. juror. <laughs> one hungry. Yeah. That's the name of the show, I think. <laughs> one hungry juror. <laughs> 12 angry men is hilarious. They're basically like solving the case as they Right. <laughs> like by, like all this stuff that everyone else missed, including the cops and the lawyers and stuff. Wait a second. <laughs> she had indents where her glasses should. I don't think I ever heard that full story. That's no. kind of a disaster. Oh, God. I was just walking around that month, like, just praying someone would ask me, how's <laughs> jury duty? Oh, you want to know? Like, when this <laughs> stuff was all fresh on my mind, oh, my God, I would have bored you to tears. <laughs> I want to I hear fine. Jury duty was fine. It was fine, thanks. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Well, did you have some music to go with that? Yeah, I mean... You could, I could say Weezer because that's sort of, hey, you know, yeah. relatable or yeah. applicable. But uh, mm -hmm. I take a page out of your book and just whatever I'm listening to lately. And oh, sure. Here's yeah. a yeah. song I heard today, which if you haven't heard yet, you will soon. I know. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it came out yesterday um, mm -hmm. or well, I don't know, whenever you're hearing. It came out May 6th. It's a collaboration mm -hmm. between Nine Inch Nails and Health. Really? And Health. It's I haven't a heard that yet. It's a song called Isn't Everyone. Okay. And it's great. We'll look it up right now to yeah. listen to when we're done. Yeah, it's really good. It sounds it sounds like Nin and it sounds a little like health. It's a great slow tempoed moody yeah, super cool. Nin has been killing it lately. Can't believe it. Yeah. Trent Reznor of all of that fame now has two Academy Awards. Yeah. Talk about a, a, a late bloomer, even though his his initial bloom was, you know, pretty hot well, shit. I was going to say, define, define bloom. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, just what a... Yeah. bloomed pretty early for me, too. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I don't know, but, I, I kind of... Um, they started... They He started out great. Uh, downward spirals. I didn't love it. I still think it's kind of crap. And then the fragile, we both love that. Oh yeah, and then yeah. from with teeth for a while, it's like, nah. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm off the, off the boat. And mm -hmm. then I think hesitation marks was when I was like, shit, it's getting right. good again. And then it just kept getting better and better. There's that album. What's it called? Ghosts. That stuff's really good too. Love that. Ghosts. And I think so that was right before was he did any of the like movie scores. Right. So I feel like he was feeling the itch. He put out ghosts and then David Fincher was like, Hey, you want to do a soundtrack? Yeah. And he was like, it's, that's what I, that's what I was, yes, <laughs> I was doing yes, a do. score yes. for a movie that didn't exist anyway. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. what ghosts is. <laughs> that was a tragedy Tuesday. Thank you, Lee. That was truly tragic. If you liked what you heard, the best thing you can do is to tell a friend to listen. The next best thing you can do is to subscribe and leave it a rating or review wherever you listen. The 
best place to do that is probably still Apple Podcasts. So, uh, so do that there. If uh, you want to keep up with us on social media at This Disaster Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, check out our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com and our patreon.com slash thisdisasterpod, where you can get uh, tons of bonus content, micro disasters every two weeks, discount codes on merch, like the shirts we have for sale now on uh, shop.thisdisasterpod.com. Go up there, back order a shirt, and we're making them all to order in June. And uh, I think that's pretty much all I have to say. Thank you, Lee, for that unconventional disaster. Thank you for uh, your patience. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's a lot. Of, I think jury duty is one of those things that's just mysterious enough that even if even if you're not here for the disaster, you're just you just learned something. Yeah, you're just there you informed. go. Informed. Yeah, it's yeah. it's this thing you mostly just hear about, but you know, it never really happens to you. I don't know too many yeah, other people exactly. who've done it. And then I get two letters. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. So thanks for that. And uh, we'll see you in the next major disaster, which I think oh. is a guest episode. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Keep an ear out for a Canadian disaster mm-hmm. next time. Yes, so uh, thanks for joining us and we'll see you in the next disaster. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.